Welcome to another segment of Let's Talk UNLV on KUNV. You with co-host Keith and Renee. Renee, how was your weekend? My weekend was great, but I'm trying to stay cool. Like, it's been, it, a it's been hot. I mean, crispy. <laughs> hey, so much to where I got family members calling like, hey, I saw the weather. It's like 118 in Las Vegas. How do you do it? I'm like, AC? What do you mean? How do I do it? I'm inside, inside, <laughs> AC, AC all day. Yeah, I mean, I go to the gym and I'm just ready to get into the pool. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. and I, you know me, I do a, a 3 a.m. workout, right? I'm still hot at 3 a.m. 3 a.m. I'm coming out of the gym and I'm like, my God, it's so hot. <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably already 98 degrees, 3 a.m. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, this is a good segment, Student Life Rebranding, one that's near and dear to me. Uh, so we're going to talk to our guest. So our guest today, we have Chris Brown, who's the Student Union Conference and Event Coordinator. And then we also have John McElrath, who's the Campus Recreation Program Coordinator for Fitness. Welcome. Welcome, gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for having me. So Student Life Rebranding, I-, I believe when you all started at UNLV under the Division of Student Affairs, it was known as Campus Life. And Campus Life has nine departments that provide programs and services like homecoming, premier, housing, our student diversity, and then our business, maintenance, and technology. But you started when it was Campus Life. So talk to us about what did campus life look like when you became a part of UNLV Division of Student Affairs? Uh, Campus life, uh, originally when I first started and originally why I took the position is um, the main goal of campus life was community, connecting and getting to know one one of each other and um, just getting involved in some way and creating that connection. Um, And so we would meet every so often, maybe once a month, uh, top of the line at every fall. We would have our big training and kind of go over various topics. Um, and it was fun. But then at one point, uh, the topic of diversity and inclusion became an extremely hot topic. And that's when I would say everything started to kind of burn some bridges, rub people the wrong way. And there was this feeling of, divide amongst the campus life at the time Mm. now i know chris you weren't here when campus life started and you weren't here when john started kind of talk to us about your introductory period to campus life so just touching off of what john mentioned as far as it rubbing the wrong shoulders of some people of the things that were going on in campus life i came in in the middle of the fire middle of the fire (laughs) so i came in and it was hot okay and just looking at what everything was, what was going on, it had nothing to do with me personally in my new role and my new position. And it was something that I was diving into and trying to navigate and understand how to do my role, but also how to navigate being in the middle of a burning fire. And that was something that I was trying to figure out. And I think looking at how campus life is evolving and where we're going and going into the future the fire is definitely not burning anymore, and it's it, it's helpful because we want that culture when you come to UNOV, you don't want to jump into something that you weren't prepared for mm. away from your job because we all learn our jobs on the go when we when we first get into a new position. We learn as we as we do it, and when you don't do it for that first amount of time, it's something that you have to adapt to just coming into a new situation no matter what organization you go to work for. Mm. So given what Renee just shared about, you know, where 
<clears throat> campus life was when each of you came into your respective positions. And then when the initial conversation started to emerge around rebranding and, you know, when you're in a university, you know, there's a whole bunch of initiatives going on all the time. And, you know, some of them get different. They get mixed <clears throat> excitement and reception. Mm -hmm. So what was or receptiveness? What was your individual perspectives when you first heard some of the conversations before an actual committee was formed that we were going to look at rebranding uh, campus life? Gotcha. Uh, so my original thought when uh, the initiative or the thought process was going on, uh, from my side of looking at everything, um, Dr. Watson came in and uh, there was a uh, inquiry or a survey ran um, to kind of get the overall vibe of everything. And from my perspective, just filled it out and kind of want to see where things go. Um, I felt like we were just laying some foundation of some bricks and kind of was excited to see like, okay, which direction are we going to go? How can we recover from the hurt that I know that some of my colleagues were feeling or, and then how can we move on from all of that and kind of get back to that homey connectivity type vibe. Chris. And for me, I thought it was something I was very highly supportive of because when I came into working with the university, it would, like, as I mentioned earlier, it was a little hot. So that's not something that I wanted other people to feel when they started their new roles, because as People change positions and as time transitions on, new people come into their roles and you want them to be as comfortable as possible when they join a new organization and they're not dealing with things that are preventing them from really learning and experiencing their role. So I was very supportive of it and because I just wanted everyone to feel good when they come to a new organization, not feel like they're trying to navigate things that are unrelated to their actual role. Mm. And so one of the pieces that I recall was once um, I brought, you know, forward this idea because we had brought in um, our, uh, did an external review to kind of look at what mission-sensitive guidance would we need. And then we also had a climate assessment that looked at, you know, how do you feel about your coworker? How do you feel about your supervisor? What's the level of trust in the organization? And we really saw that campus life had to really work on some things. And we're still working on some things. Um, but then it was time now after we you know, crafted our mission statement and our, our, our vision statement to say, okay, there's all these other little pieces that we've got to figure out. We had nine departments that had, uh, some had logos, <laughs> some had no logos. Uh, some felt very strongly tied to their logos and felt like they wanted to be distinct and others felt like, no, I mean, I can just, you know, become, you know, student life or become the new name because I had nothing to lose. So talk about that journey from your perspective of joining this committee that's going to now do the rollout now that you have a mission statement and a vision statement? Um, yeah, so originally I wanted to join the committee because I felt like I wanted to give a voice from uh, the department I was in, Campus Rec, um, to kind of share our thoughts of what the logo, our logo meant at the time and what it meant to us and how much thought process that went into it because um, originally I joined too because I was part of, I was actually part of the process of our uh, campus rec creating our original logo so this is personal for you yeah I was part of it <laughs> yeah somewhat personal because it was originally had um, a shield and then the old red head and then we switched off to something more generic and just a quick shield and campus rec on it so 
I understood how that process went, how long it was and how frustrating it was and just even coming up with something. So I joined the committee with that same thought process. I'm curious how this is going to go. I know this is going to take a long process, um, especially with a bigger unit, um, getting everybody's input and being able to uh, merge everybody's thoughts and likings to kind of come to an agreement and have this solid brand. Um, Because I knew the biggest difficulty in my head, I'm not a very creative person, but like you wanted to look at a logo and like, ah, that's the one. But (laughs) sometimes simple is the best. And that's probably a lot of pressure too, John. Your your team from the rec center is probably like, now John, make sure you cover this. Make sure we, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of pressure. Chris, what about you? Same exact feel, uh, especially from my colleagues with me joining the committee and just being involved. A lot of my colleagues were, hey, make sure you think about this. <laughs> you know, we, we want to be included in it, too. Make sure that, you know, you, you put you push a good agenda for us and make sure that we're, we're, we're looking good. And But I think the biggest thing with the whole rebrand, it was a it was a striving for consistency mm-hmm. because that's what was lacking across the board when it came to the university, when it came to um, the union, the campus rec, and everything, all the different areas that D- Dr. Watson mentioned earlier, those nine different departments, there was no consistency across all of them. And I think if we're going to be under the same umbrella, there needs to be some sort of consistency so that everyone knows that this is the umbrella, but these are all of the avenues and the different pieces that are under that same umbrella. And I think the biggest thing that I took away from being on that committee is it's a lot of different input that you get. You know, some people like simple, some people like complicated. Some people like red, some people like blue. And just being able to navigate. Or old gold and black. <laughs> Pink and green. You know, we got some colors that we like over here. But it was good because we were able to establish the consistency to the point where everyone understood that it was just one mission at the end of the day, but we were all on the same team. Because it was a lot of silos and you don't want to operate so heavily in silos when you're really driven towards, you know, student engagement, community engagement. Those are different avenues that you want to be a part of. So you can't be just generic and just this person. This is the only thing that you're responsible for. This person, you're responsible for that. You want everyone to see the logo and identify everyone that encompasses that logo. Now, the two of you went a step further other than just just joining the committee. You actually decided that you wanted to co-chair. So talk about what that was like to sign up to be co-chair of this committee uh, and then also co-chairing it with, you know, with myself. I mean, I'm sure that was a, a unique experience, you know, in and of itself. So talk about your journey as uh, co-chairs. Oh, yeah. So I remember when Dr. Watson asked who wanted to co-chair. Um, originally, I know Chris mentioned uh, co-chairing. But it was like very silent for like a good minute in the committee. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just going to do it. So I decided to say, I'm just going to do it. So that's why I decided to voice my opinion of being on co-chair. And I actually thought of the opportunity of working with Dr. Watson because I've never actually worked with you closely. So I thought that would be a good opportunity to just kind of engage and see how you were as a leader and kind of see how I can either learn from you and also work with you at the same time. Um, so I feel like my journey with uh, co-chairing it, um, it definitely was difficult, but also a great time at the same uh, sentence, uh, because the reason why I say that is that um, I was able to work with other colleagues amongst our student life group and the difficulties of uh, just navigating that we had this one mission to complete, 
but everybody had their own thought process of what it should look like. Um, but it really clicked to me when actually uh, I reviewed that assessment, the results, and then I was like, oh, yeah. Um, everybody felt there was a divide amongst everybody. I'm like, this is why we need to keep pushing for this. So within the context of the sort of the <clears throat> team dynamics, looking at some of those data inputs and some of the survey results and seeing that there was this divide in the data, like what were some of the strategies that you all used? You know, you, you had such a diverse committee. And, and so what were some of the strategies you used to allow for everyone to feel included, um, engaged, but still being able to have those difficult conversations and then move the committee work forward? I think a big per a big part of that was the fact that we had multiple people from different areas within those nine different um, silos, as we were calling it, because there were some people from campus campus rec. There were some people from SUS. There were some people from maintenance. There were some people from all areas, so that all those different perspective groups on campus were represented, because the needs of the campus recreation might not be the same needs of student diversity and social justice. So we just had to incorporate everyone's ideas together so that everyone felt represented and we didn't want people to feel like they were excluded because even though we're doing a rebrand and we're changing the dynamic of student life, we wanted everyone to feel included, feel like their voice was heard and be as strategic as possible so that those voices were heard. But we came to one conclusion because you can't make everyone happy, as we all know. Everyone can't be happy, but you can come to a conclusion to where everyone feels like their voice was heard. And even if you don't go the direction that they were pushing for, they at least got to say and uh, you can empathize and feel what they wanted you to hear. I think one of the big eye-opening experiences was actually, um, I won't say educating, but kind of getting the group to see that we've been operating like this, but in actuality, we really didn't have the blessing of of the university to operate like this, you know? And so we had our, our director for marketing say, well, actually, no, <laughs> you, you all should really be operating under one logo. That's also consistent with the division of student affairs. And so I think, um, you know, my role was saying of, you know, we can discuss this, but then there's going to be some things that we can't discuss because the university has already set those parameters. So we do have some creative and wiggle room, but it's also got to be consistent with the greater goal. We don't ever want to be so disconnected from student affairs, uh, which is our, you know, our, our, our home, our tree, our, you know, where everything sprouts from. We, we don't want to be, you know, so far. And so that, I think, was my role was to, to listen to the feedback, but also keep us on track that we still stay in that student affairs, uh, you know, vein. And then, so what were, like, what were some of the discussions that you had around creating a new unified logo that was, representative of these nine distinct areas? What were some of those conversations like or what were some factors that you took into consideration in shaping what the logo would look like? At least maybe the first, creating the first initial draft or drafts. I think uh, the process was uh, understanding what the mission was, was like the original thought um, and how can we symbolize our mission statement into some type of logo? Because I remember originally it was like, our main goal was like navigating to find yourself or a sense of community was like a big word that we kept using, sense of belonging. And that's how we initially started with like these certain arrows and paths. And that's how a lot of the symbols came about originally. 
a lot of it came down to exactly what he was saying as far as like navigating through the community, navigating through campus. I think one of the original logos that we were going to go with, it was like a like a kind of like a map guide to show everyone like this is how you navigate the university. But that got kicked back real quick. And, it, and no one really liked that. People wanted the simple one because we felt like we, we needed something that was very simple. Like you think of Nike, it's just a check mark. There's no, there's no, there's no name on it. There's just a check mark, but you identify that. And that's what the thought process that we were having is we want it very simple. So when people see it, they know what they're identifying it with. We didn't want something over the top, like a map. And it just gets too complicated because, you know, you have to also think about the attention span of people. People want something very simple, very quick that they can identify and move on. And I would also add that we had to look at, you know, how do you encompass all of these departments, you know, so that no one feels left out. So that the business operations side of the student life unit doesn't feel like I don't see myself, you know, in that brand. So, you know, you can't put like a calculator, (laughs) you know, and and if you just put like a computer screen, right, you know, if you just put like, you know, a a residential complex and the, the, you know, then the campus rec folks are like, well, wait, where's my weights? Where's my, (laughs) where's my dumbbell? You know, so, Mm. so, so trying to find something. And so it really came down to just, you know, simple showing, you know, unity and showing connection and student life being the hub of, you know, student involvement, engagement, activity, and success is, is kind of how we navigated that. Now, I lost this one, Keith. I lost this one. These two and the others, they they like almost like if this was a, a wrestling match. They stacked the eyes against you. Yes. I was fighting for a tagline, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Renee. You know, st- <laughs> student life, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're you know, where it matters or where, where, you know, students matter or something like that. Right. And they were like, no, (laughs) (laughs) they were like, no. So talk about that. What what was that about? Was that, you know, y'all made it personal. Y'all stacked stacked eyes against my, 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 my partner over here. And they made this decision when I was out of the office. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that convenient? Yes, I, I didn't get to see the vote, how many hands of, you know, were for or against. It was just like, They're like, Renee's no. not at this meeting. Let's get this done real quick. <laughs> hey, we, we had an agenda to push forward. <laughs> I originally remember the conversation. Dr. Watson was out of office that day. Uh, we entertained it like, hey, how, how do you all feel about a tag nine? Like, where student matters or just do it kind of thing. You know, just throwing out words. And Didn't we like talk about it just me and you first? And it was like, what, do, should we tell everybody this? Uh, yeah, we were very hesitant. Like, I wasn't really sure what she's trying to get at kind of thing. But we can bring it up to the committee. Uh, so we brought it up to the committee, uh, shared a couple ideas. And the committee kind of just looked at us and was like, uh, nah. But the bigger reason was... Uh, we didn't want to take away from our new logo and kind of have another thing to worry about, whether it's we got student life and then another tagline to add it, add to it. So I think that was the original um, reasoning for it. And it was a, it was a virtual meeting too. So we just had everyone staring at us. It was like, no, (laughs) (laughs) we're not next topic. (laughs) So within the, the context of your, the work of the committee. So what were the conversations around, like, how do we communicate 
decisions mm-hmm. or progress in the branding, you know, from the logo discussions to the drafts of the logo, narrowing down to maybe one or two and colors and things like that. So how how were the the representatives communicating back to their respective units? Shout out to Savannah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Savannah Baltera. <laughs> Savannah, she she held that part down. She was able to articulate things in a way where everyone will feel like they were still being heard, still feel like the message that they were delivering to us wasn't being brushed under a rug. But yeah, again, shout out to Savannah. Mm-hmm. And as far as the logo, we had like, I think eight designs um, and we numbered them all off. Uh, we sent to the committee uh, to fill out this Excel sheet of what they liked about it, what they didn't like about it. Um, and that's kind of how we navigated from that. We took snippets from other logos. Oh, we liked it, the, the symbol or the font for this one. Could we add this at the bottom of it? Um, that's kind of how we pieced it together. We started off with an Excel sheet and then just overall discussion. And it just slowly kept building via emails and we knocked it out. And then what was the rollout plan to unveil the logo? So really what the rollout plan was when we came to a conclusion on which logo we actually like, this is the one that we want to push the agenda forward with. We had the we had sent the email out to give everyone like a like a heads up, like, hey, this is the decision that we made, this is what it means. And this is how we're going to incorporate it into all areas of student life. And then we had a nice little get together today to commemorate everything and get everyone to see what the logo looks like. Like we had it on cupcakes, artesian cupcakes. <laughs> yes, artesian <laughs> yeah. cupcakes. And I had one or so. You know, the part of that too is um, coming up with some guidelines, you know, because we can't, you know, have folks just slapping the, the logo anywhere, you know, and then we also want to make sure that, it's also consistent that it's not just student life. We also want to know that student life with UNLV. So we have got to make sure that that's also uh, connected uh, to any kind of, you know, branding. But this is a great time because now we're in the process of buying new everything, new polos, <laughs> you know, new work shirts. Uh, you have to have the, you know, the, the tablecloths for, the, for, for, for when you do your tabling events and things like that. So we're going to see this logo everywhere we're also going to have wallpaper <laughs> of, of sl uh, student life everywhere uh, as well so we want to kind of really usher in a, a student life pride you know a, a student life you know community and connection so it's exciting now let's go back to the tagline right <laughs> so, so let me just say it. So Dr. Watts is not at the meeting. You all have a discussion and you all get the blank stares and you decide, no, we move on to the next agenda item. I mean, so what was the conversation like? The first conversation let Dr. Watson know that the tagline was off the table. It was two versus eight. It was- <laughs> <laughs> we lost. When we pulled the straws, me and John lost. And, and we had to deliver that news. <laughs> well, so, so that... That is somewhat true, but they didn't bring it up when they because we because as a uh, as co-chairs we would meet in between weeks to prepare for our meeting so we would be you know come to the group better prepared and uh, with a solid agenda and so I said oh what happens to that tagline idea they said well uh, yeah that that didn't go over so well <laughs> but what Chris did and I don't think he knows like that I said boy that that's great leadership is we had a subsequent meeting. 
And he said, you know, Dr. Watson didn't have a chance to <laughs> share our thoughts about the tagline. Dr. Watson, do you want to do you want to share so that the committee can understand what you were thinking? And I shared and I still lost. But I did appreciate <laughs> I did appreciate that uh, Chris brought it back to the table just to make sure I had some chance to, uh, you know, make the argument. You know, when you get an answer and the first thing they say is, well, <laughs> you don't want to hear what they're about to say. Yeah. Hey, take me back to the drum line. One, what? One band, one sound. Right? That's right. One band, one sound. So. <laughs> one logo, no tagline. <laughs> right. That could be a tagline. <laughs> now, what were some um, lessons learned? I know, like my unit, we're we're embarking on conversations around maybe relooking at our logo. What are some lessons learned you can share with me so I can not have so much scar tissue as I did 15 years ago when we created our initial logo. Uh, one of the biggest lessons I learned was like trying to get um, understanding what your purpose is and find that mission, but getting voices from everyone, but sticking to that same mission to kind of bring it all together. I think transparency, because you want people to feel included, but you need to be transparent with them to let them know that, yeah, your voice is being heard, but we're not always going to go with what you are saying. There's a bigger agenda for the group. We hear you. We empathize with you, but we're going to encompass that into the bigger picture because at the end of the day, we have to work as a unit and we can't be individualized. So just being very transparent and setting clear mission statement, clear goals, so everyone knows what the end result is looking to be. Because if you share what the end result, this is what we're trying to be, you can always revert back, revert back to that. So if someone is de deviating from what you're trying to get to, the goal, you have a little room reset. And you remind them, this is the goal that we're trying to get to at the end. And this is how we're going to bring it all together. I, and I would say uh, a lesson for me is to, is to trust your team. Um, you know, I had walked into campus life at that time. And I knew that I was being uh, set up to bring about change. I, I don't think I was hired to maintain the status quo. And so it was only a matter of time <laughs> before we got to uh, to this because for as many wonderful things as Campus Life did in terms of growing, it had kind of grown away from student affairs. So we need to come back to the basics of who we're serving, why we're serving, and why do we do what we do? And how do we know that we're doing what we're doing? And so uh, I think uh, for you, Keith, is just to start out early on just trusting your team. And uh, I think one time uh, folks were like, so Dr. Watson, what do you think about the logo? I said, listen, so long as you get the concept... The one band, one sale. <laughs> you know, you all can play, you know, your different version of when the saints go marching in because those same chords that right. we talked about are, are going to be there. And so I think if you set that foundation uh, and be very clear about that, then you can trust your team to come back with a product that really speaks to the mission and vision that you set out for. And make sure I don't miss an important meeting, right? When I. <laughs> <laughs> Or if it's something in that meeting that you know you're going to miss, make sure you tell your chairs. Let's table that. Let's, let's, let's table that for the next meeting. I'll be back. You're going to have no tagline. <laughs> well, this was very informative. So I appreciate John and, and Chris sharing your experience. I know that was a very important um, encounter that you all undertook. And, you know, under Dr. Watson's leadership. I know she, even though she was one of the co-chairs, I know Dr. Watson shared with us quite a bit at the VPC level 
about the process and we were very excited on the progress and certainly seeing the logo we all give you all a standing ovation for your hard work and i think that logo is definitely representative of the all the units that are represented within student life and certainly complements UNLV and student affairs logos as well so i'm looking forward to getting me some swag with the new <laughs> <clears throat> with the new logo on it renee any parting words just, I'm just so proud of this team. You just never know how uh, fast these things are going to come together. And to know that we've done this in a year and a half in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of, you know, record financial loss in revenue, staff morale tanking, you know, and to come out on this side and to know that we're opening campus in the fall with a new logo, new mission, new vision, ready to share that with our students and new, you know, staff that we hire. It is just so exciting. And, and to know that you did this with the team, you know, this is really a, a team effort. And uh, I, I just could not be more prouder of this, of this group and uh, all that we have accomplished. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of KUNV Let's Talk UNLV. For my co-host, Keith, I'm Renee. Tune in next week, Wednesday at 12 on KUNV 91.5 Jazz and More. That's a wrap.